Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Freaking first cut. Golly! Welcome to the First Cut Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman. This is the very first round-by-round recap of 2021. It's for the Century Tournament of Champions. And joining me to break it all down, Kyle Porter is here. KP, what up, big guy? Uh, Not much. It's fun (laughs) to have golf back. It's, uh, you know, it's been... It's been a weird few days, obviously, but um, yeah, we're going to talk about some golf. Bryson was at it again on and off the course. Um, so yeah, I- I'm ready to discuss it. Let's jump in. We're going to we're gonna run through this. So if you're new, welcome. The round-by-round round recaps right here for you every single time. And the tournament of champions is led by a guy who didn't win in 2020 right didn't punch his ticket here because because he was a champion and it's harris english eight under par a good j race that here justin ray the only player in the field to hit all 15 fairways and all time at this plantation course only 2.2 percent of all rounds yield a perfect fairway average so obviously kp putting it in the fairways just half the battle but he had everything working on thursday yeah, you know, I, I thought Todd Lewis, I think it was Todd Lewis on Golf Channel, summed it up pretty well afterwards where he said, look, this isn't surprising to people that have been paying attention. And that's true. I mean, Harris English was, what, one of the 12 best players in the world last year? Yeah. Pretty and um, pretty easily, pretty, like, you could not make an argument that he was outside the top 12. He was very, very good. Yeah, and and you can go to like, oh, well, he didn't win. Jim Herman won. Okay, I get that. But like Harris English was awesome last year. And he uh, Jason Sobel pointed this out too. I thought it was interesting. He had a tweet about how how good he's been in first rounds. I think he was second on tour last year in first round scoring average. So I think the thing for him is you, you got to figure out how to close. He hadn't, you know, the last time he won? Uh, yeah, I looked it up. It was like 2000. Was it 15? It was before Rory's won a major more recently than Harris English has wow. won a, tra- a golf okay. tournament. And I was giving him too much credit. Oh my gosh. It was, it was 2013. And he's okay. somebody that I don't know. You think of him as obviously he kind of faded over the last couple of years, but I think of him over the last 10 years and think, oh, Harris English should, you know, been around, done some good. He's only won twice, you know, and, and he hasn't won since 2013. And so he's got to figure out how to, how to, get be there on sunday um you know because he's there didn't he finish runner up to dj when he won by 11 yeah the northern trust he so ran into the like dj bus stall yeah so that's kind of like a fake second i mean it, it, it not for him obviously but it just it, you're not really in it so get in it on sunday and i think that's kind of the next it like that's the next step in this kind of rekindling of of the harris english career 
You know, the worst thing in poker is when someone tells you their bad beat story or the worst thing in uh, betting is when someone tells you how they're like 12 leg parlay lost on the last stretch. So I'm going to give you I'm going to give you one here, KP, just because everybody loves these. So um, I was scheduled to go on CBS Sports HQ this morning and I had all my picks in order. I had my DFS stuff in there. One of them was first round leader. I was ready to rock and roll with Harris English because, as you mentioned, uh, I, the stat that I pulled on him was since the start of 2020. In this field, he had the best strokes gain total uh, uh, in round ones of anybody in this field. Yeah. Next, yeah, better than everybody. So I'm ready to rock and roll. Mets make a trade for Francisco Lindor. I get pushed for breaking news. I never get to get this bet out in the airwaves, my man, and I get no credit for it. So now I'm here begging for it uh, with you. I don't think it's yeah, worth it. Yeah, I believe you though. You don't. You're, you don't have to like convince me of anything. We've been friends for a long time. I love that. I love that Stat Muse hoodie, by the way. That's great. Thank you. This uh, I have a hat too that showed up at my door one day, and they're getting they're getting like years of free press for it. It's unbelievable. <laughs> best, best thing they ever sent. Uh, the guy that Harris English is tied with uh, also should not be surprising. One Justin Thomas who. Shoots a 65, looked like he was in complete control. I mean, he made the turn. At, I think he was five under. He was bogey free. It's just JT being JT. Yeah. It, you know, I don't have a ton on JT broadly because we're going to be talking about him all weekend. I thought that one quick point. So the 13th hole, I don't know if you saw this. He hits a drive way out to the right and he does the, you know, your favorite thing, the. I can't even get it right in the camera. Yeah, no, yeah. it's a tighter shot now. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, you know, the classic JT. And to get – so he had to pitch out. They barely found the ball. He makes a 37 footer for par. And it just was such – it was so emblematic of – and I've heard Andy Johnson talk about this on the fried egg. And, and you and I have talked about this too. Like he's so good at everything. Like he's so he's so freaking hard to beat because he doesn't have a weakness. You know, you could, and we've talked about this with Greg and Greg's kind of pointed out the driving stuff and I'm, I'm in on that take. I, I think it, I think it holds water. I, I think it has merit. And I think JT would probably say that as well, but I think that, you know, he makes up for some of that stuff with how mentally engaged he is. I mean, he's just grinding out everything and um, he's, he's so good in every aspect. And I just thought, I thought the 13th hole, it was a par in the first round of potentially a meaningless event for him. But to me, it represented like everything about him, um, that is that or, or it represented why he's so great. And maybe that's dumb, but that was just one thing that stood out to me in his round. Yeah, and like Austin, uh, Dustin Johnson's caddy, like stepped on his ball with like three seconds to spare in the search. He punches it out. He he hits a a a, a, a hits the thirty seven feet and rolls it in. It's unbelievable stuff. Yeah, what he's able to accomplish. Uh, speaking of unbelievable stuff, uh, Bryson DeChambeau. <laughs> he is just the talk of golf on the course, off the course. Uh, he shot. On the course, he shot a four under round of 69. I have to keep doing the math because it's a par 73. Uh, but I think the highlight from his day was post round. And we have this clip of Bryson uh, after he finished up on 18. Um, so I implemented some of his techniques. A lot of it has to do with pushing the limits of your body and going for long hours of you know swinging your golf club with a golf ball and trying to up the ball speed. Um, yeah, there are points where, you know, I don't know if you've ever experienced a runner's high or something like that where you get these extra endorphins and that's kind of what breaks your 
your neurological uh, uh, CNS, I guess it just w w what breaks your, your nervous system down, which is a great thing. And, and over time, as you keep building it and you keep pushing it and pushing it, it just keeps going up and up. And so that's kind of a basic principle of what he's done. He's just overworked his CNS like a madman. And uh, he's, he's shown me some really cool techniques that allowed me to sustain speed on the golf course. And I feel like I was a little faster out there today, which is awesome to have. And I just got to learn to hone it in. There you go. What more is there to be say? He's actually referring to the time he spent with Kyle Berkshire, long drive champion that uh, Kyle, you and I talked about this a couple of weeks ago when he was hanging out with Kyle for a couple of days and figuring it all out. And and this is just another moment in time. Like Bryson's not done. He's never stopping. He's he, he seems, um, you know, I actually thought he assessed his round better than it looked. He was pretty happy with the way he played. I thought he, didn't play all that well and still found a way to get it in in a, in a 69. But this is just the first round of 2021, and it's going to be a lot more of Bryson doing this stuff. Yeah, it's it's. <laughs> I think the the origination of it wasn't this, but the one that sticks out is remember when he talked about dynamic load like four years yeah. ago when he was yeah. qualifying for the U.S. Open, and you're just like, whatever, dude. Like I feel like you're just saying just. Eh. He's just saying things that I'm like, do you, maybe you know what these mean, but maybe not. I, it's, it's, I, I thought, you know, the thing that stood out to me more, I was reading his transcript is he hit a seven iron on 18 into 18. What, what right. is that? That's yeah. insane. It was a um, 200. I want to make sure I get this right here. It was 267 yards to the pin is what he had there. Uh, according to shot link, he had a seven iron there. So he goes driver seven iron into a 675 yard par five. Right. But that's, there's, that's a different game. There's not a distance problem for sure. Um, I, yeah. I mean, look, like he's going to be in so many of these tournaments only like solely because he hits it the way he does off the tee. And that's a credit. We've talked about this a million times. That's a credit to him. Uh, the, the whole like, song and dance thing that he does it's so every after every round it's a different scientific term it's like bryson bingo with the scientific terms it's just i i don't i don't i don't know what's real i don't know what's not i don't even know if he knows what's real and what's not but it's certainly entertaining i guess it, it sounds like me when i uh go on wikipedia for and I get stuck in like a little Wikipedia wormhole and I learned like three new things, but I don't know that much about it. But I've got like enough to say to you, but don't ask me any follow up questions. I don't oh, know if that's <laughs> for sure. Don't ask any follow up. I mean, you can tell like it, it, the demeanor that he has as he's talking. I've had that demeanor multiple times a day where I am like trying to explain something to my wife or my kids and I really don't know what I'm talking about, but I kind of am like in the ballpark of it and that's you can tell like that that's sort of the demeanor there uh looking ahead to friday saturday and sunday justin thomas emerges as uh, uh the favorite here on thursday evening he's plus 250 harris english is plus 750 but this is the time of year kp we are back at it we get to be like okay uh who hit the ball really well and who putted like garbage uh and i've got a couple of names for you First of all, Hideki had a historically putting bet, uh, putting round. He was it was the second worst round that I have in my database. That goes back to 2015. So even for Hideki, who's always bad on the greens, losing 4.4 strokes is is one of his worst. It's so terrible. 
<laughs> I don't know how he does it. What if what if Hideki was a zero putter? Uh, he'd have many, many wins and probably multiple major. I mean, the, doesn't it drive? Wouldn't it drive you crazy if every day for five years you were an absolute stripe show with the best in the world, and then you got on the green, you got this little club in your hand, and there's a little ball behind it, and you just like, and you're so much worse than everybody else. Like that would just uh, eat, it'd be insanity. It would eat me alive. Yeah, because you know, nine. Uh, I think the way that. Guys probably, th- I, I don't know, this may or may not be true, but I think the way guys think about it is like 95% of the game is tee to green, right? That's not statistically true, and maybe that's not how most guys think about it, but that's like when you think about golf, you think about great swings, you think about uh, big drive, you know, great iron play, and for him to be so good in those areas and so bad, it's got to be demoralizing. Yeah. I agree. It's, I, like it's, the fact that he's still been around and is like inside the top twenty in the world is like a testament to his <laughs> like mental strength. Because I would not be strong enough to be. Hideki, Hideki might be the best tee to green player. He, he might actually be like the best uh, ball striker of all time, and like we don't really know it because everything else just demoralizes him so much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, friend of the pod, Colin Morikawa, uh, gained 3.3 strokes from Tita Green. He was third best in the field on Thursday. Lost uh, over two and a half, including missing a real shorty on 18 to get in. He's four under, he's four back. That might be a guy who could who could make a move over the next couple of days. Yeah, I agree. The one on 18, did you it was bad. It was real bad. I mean, it was it was short and it's just that that's got to again, it's got to be so frustrating that I, I you know, I, I don't know. I, I I was impressed by him though because I I came in a little not wary, but he, he just he did the thing that we see so often where you, you go in a major and then you kind of just you're kind of looking around and like, you don't really know what to do after that. And he he didn't do anything after, after winning the PGA. So I came in a little wary on him. So it was good to see him hit the ball. Well, he's also, uh, he's back to that. It's not a two ball, but it's like the mallet style. He's off the blade, uh, which I think this has popped up a couple of times in like the last year and a half, but it was kind of jarring to see him not using the blade. I don't, I don't know if he thinks that's better for him or what. Doesn't the blade just look so much more professional. Yes. Uh, there's a reason I don't use a blade. I, I need all the help that I can get, but I wish I could. I wish like it would, it looks so much better. But Although I do like, think that I think, I think the, the, uh, I think it's Taylor made the spider. Yeah. Like that, that one actually, I think that's become normalized because so many guys use it, but some of the other stuff, you're just like, like some of the stuff Finau's used and the Schwartzel putter. And oh, just, yeah. there's, there's some weird stuff that looks like, somebody who's like a 15 handicap trying to get to single digits would be using, but it's actually the number seven player in the world using it. Who, who's more likely to make a move? Cause I think both these guys are not super happy with where, where they finish. John Rahm's three under he's in a tie for 22nd. Dustin Johnson, two under in a tie for 30th. Rom did a lot of head scratching KP. I mean, we've got the whole new clubs narrative. It looked like he had a couple of, Shots he wasn't too thrilled with. And then DJ, uh, I mean, DJ was just kind of DJ. He played all right, just didn't putt well. I saw three holes of Rom. One, he pulls a he pulls a drive out of bounds. Mm-hmm. He hits a borderline shank on 18 out of the fairway. That's the one. Yeah, that's the one. And you're like, I mean, it, you want to just run into the new equipment thing, but it's kind of like, I don't know, he kind of does that sometimes. Like we talked about that earlier this week. Like, yeah. 
it's just a little bit who he is. Um, I think I would go with Rom. DJ DJ always can. I, I was reading after we talked on earlier this week, like previewing the tournament. I read some DJ quotes about how he was like, hey, I'm kind of rusty, but I'm not super rusty. And I was like, <laughs> ah, that, that seems, that seems problematic. Like that seems concerning. There's different degrees of rust. Uh, also, <laughs> I, I will say this. So the, the same time period that I quoted on Harris English stats earlier. So measured rounds, round one in 2020, only three guys in this field were worse than DJ. DJ lost a half a stroke per round in round ones, in which is like, jarringly bad only kevin nav robert streb and brian gay were worse so we had an he had the he had an 80 and a 78 in there oh that's true that's gonna so that's, that's gonna not him. yeah that's not helpful he probably lost 14 strokes actually i went back and looked it up i think yeah. he lost 20 strokes on the 80 80 78 and still finished like <laughs> plus three on the like the the period of time that i was looking at or something I forgot about those rounds. Yeah, that's definitely going to hurt the average quite a bit. All right, anybody else here we should keep an eye on before we uh, put a bow on this? Uh, my pick, Patty Reed. Oh. Eagle, Eagles 18. Um, you know, I thought he – I didn't see his final numbers. It seemed like he struck the ball better. I've got him right here He did. Somewhere. Yeah, uh, he gained uh, a half a stroke off the tee, gained nearly three quarters of a stroke on approach. He putted well, he gained in every single category. Yeah, yeah. he was just, he was kind of really solid all the way around. I, I think he was 16 to one beforehand. It looks like he's nine to one now. So he, uh, yeah, he's just, he takes it so freaking seriously. I, I think yeah. that even Bryson was kind of just, you know, chilled out a little bit, I guess, for him. And Reed is just, He's a maniac. Um, so yeah, I, I think I think he's interesting. I think Rom is kind of you know working there as well. I would watch a uh, a, a sitcom. I guess it's not a sitcom, a reality show where the, you lock Patrick Reed and, and Bryson DeChambeau into a room <laughs> for like I don't know, like fourteen straight days and just see what happens. So like should that should that be the the Ryder Cup pairing? Should they just throw them two together? Like we don't we don't know what to do with these guys. Let's just put them together. Yeah, like, uh, uh, like you guys, uh, like who who wants to play with these guys? Like, let's just, yeah, let's just let's just do it and let the crazy figure itself out. I don't know, that might be pretty fun. I'm there for it. I think that would be great because I think everybody else could just be like, okay, whatever, they're gonna do their thing. It, it might, who knows? But everybody else can kind of just, you know, be normal. I love it. Be normal. That's what we're not going to do. We'll be back in round two, round three, round four. Obviously, enjoy some golf action for now. That's Kyle Porter, who you can find on Twitter at Kyle Porter CBS. Producer Jacob behind the glass. I'm Rick Gaiman at Rick Run Good. This has been the first cut, and we'll catch you next time. Hey everyone, this is Jimmy Conrad, your favorite former U.S. Men's National Team player and the host of the Call It What You Want podcast. And I'm here to tell you that Viore is a versatile clothing brand that speaks my language. It's inspired from the coastal California lifestyle, just like me. Its products stand the test of time. 
just like me, and also just like me, it endeavors to inspire others to live vibrant, healthy lives. Fiore gear is designed to look great in everyday life while also being perfect for any workout activity. I'm currently rocking the men's Sunday performance jogger, and don't let the name deceive you. You can wear these babies any day of the week and in any situation. I'm talking going to the office, running errands, the gym, whatever your heart desires, because Viore is an investment in your happiness. For our listeners, they are offering 20% off your first purchase. So get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at viore.com slash sports. That's V-U-O-R-I dot com slash sports. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75 and free returns. Again, go to viore.com slash sports and discover the versatility of Viore clothing. 